Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And welcome to the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast here on DKPittsburghSports.com. I'm Chris Carter. He is not Dale Lolly because Dale isn't with us today. Dale had a big Dale had a big day. He was he was busy. I had a big day covering Pitt basketball. He got a tough win at Towson. We'll be covering that in the H2P podcast you can listen to on Sunday. But joining me is the man behind all the scenes at DKPittsburghSports.com. Jared Pruger. What's up, Jared? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I feel like I'm lost in, a, in this little dream world. I'm on the Steelers now. I just recorded a Pirates podcast. I got Penn State tomorrow. I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. Watch out, man, before they start putting you on uh, 66 to 87. You might be doing some yinzers, too, before it's too late. <laughs> I think I'm the wrong type for yinzers, but I'll <laughs> gladly listen to those girls talk whatever they want. Absolutely. They're a great show. So check out all the great shows at DKPittsburghSports.com's podcasting platform. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the places where podcasts are hosted for free. Now, let's get to the topic at hand, Jared. And it's the it's the undeniable truth that the Steelers are facing right now. They're just too banged up. Like, you know, last week, I thought there was a great answer, Cam Hayward said. And I believe Dale asked him this question. Dale asked Cam, he's like, how many injuries will it take before it's the tipping point? You guys always say next man up, next man up, next man up. But how many injuries will it take to be the tipping point for when it's just too much for you guys to overcome? And Cam Hayward said all 53. That is the gut is the ultimate Mr. Steeler. You're not going to get me to say the wrong thing answer. But Jared, the reality is eventually you're going to have to be, you're going to be so shorthanded. There's nothing you can do about it. It's just it's the way the Steelers are training right now. If they if they manage to win this game with no TJ Watt, no Joe Hayden, no Minka Fitzpatrick, no uh, no uh, Kevin Dotson, like they like they're, they're missing so many guys. And this is still also with Tyson Alulu and Stephon it out. They're missing so many key players. If they pull this off somehow, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, if they pull this off, this is. I think on the coaching staff and on Mike Tomlin specifically getting his guys ready to, to go, because I mean, you're down potentially Ben Roethlisberger, who's the leader in the focal point of your offense. You're we'll, get, down, we'll get to him in a bit, but yes, you're down TJ Watt, one of the best defenders, if not the best defender in the league, you're down Joe Hayden, you're down Minka Fitzpatrick, you're down so many guys. And it's, and, and I love what Hayward said, but it's what happens when that's great. If you have depth at, at certain positions, exactly. but, but when you don't have that depth, man, 
all it takes is one injury and they're, and they're one or two injuries away from this could be an absolute disaster. I mean, that's the thing. And, and part of it's also their depth is gone. Like going into this season, if you would ask me, what are the two positions that they're the deepest at that they can afford a couple injuries in? It was defensive line and wide receiver. Well, last week we saw what that was like with Juju Smith-Schuster out for the season and Chase Claypool being hurt. They were down to using Ray Ray McLeod for 14 targets in a game. That's how that's how crazy that went. Then at defensive tackle, you still got Cam Hayward. Awesome. You love it. He's playing amazing. Uh, he's, you know, arguably you're the best defensive player in football right now. Um, but then Stephon Tewitt still hasn't returned. Tyson Alulu down. Carlos Davis down though he got he got he's he is now back off of injured reserve he is i think 21 days before the Steelers have to decide um uh you know whether or not he'll be on the active roster and whether or not he'll play um but you know you're down three defensive linemen and then all of a sudden you're playing henry mondo and you're playing you know isaiah Loudermilk, who's also out for this game by the way so like another hit to their depth they've been losing their depth and you know, I get that players can't think that way. They can't afford that. Their, their job is to say the standard is the standard. I'm going to uphold the level of competition, blah, 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 blah. We get that. That's what it's about. That's what you do as a player. But as an analyst, as a, as a journalist, as a, as a fan, when you look from the outside, you're like, man, that's just a lot to deal with. And that's the bottom line this year. And the Chargers are dealing with injuries, too, not to say that they're not. But this is a lot for the Steelers team to have to go through, especially a Steelers team that we knew was going to have to rely on his defense. This is a, a year we knew whole new offensive line, lots of rookies starting, lots of guys filling in there. So the defense was going to have to carry the way. And now not only are you missing what you said, TJ Watt, maybe the best defensive player in, in the league right now, along with Aaron Donald, Cam Hayward, and the like of those guys, but you're also still missing Stephon to You're also still missing Tyson Olulu. And now you're down Joe Hayden, which means your top cornerbacks out. And now you're down the first team all pro for the last two years, Mika Fitzpatrick at safety. Like, like eventually this adds up to serious problems that any, that I, it's just t- tough for any team to overcome. Uh, but we're still there. There still are guys that you're excited to see. You're excited to see Trey Norwood play some safety, right, Jared? But the bottom line is, at, at the end of the day, you know, these all teams have NFL players on them. All these teams got guys that are making a lot of money in the league. And when you're starting to resort to your backups, it's just that much harder for you to stand up to uh, to those teams that are healthy. Right, and I mean, you you played the game. You've been around the game. The co- one of the favorite coaching sayings is, "It's not about your ones and twos; it's about your threes and fours." Well, at certain positions, they're at their fives and sixes. Yeah. I mean, you you got a guy like Taco Charlton who joins the team on the practice squad and then gets promoted to active uh, to the active roster and is going to be playing significant minutes and significant snaps. Um, and that's just the nature of the beast. I mean, the good news for the Steelers, I think, this week is that the Chargers are impacted by COVID and injuries as well. And, you know, if there's one silver lining, I think it's that. And it's, you know, it's one of those situations where they are impacted with Joey, Joey Bosa, Jerry Tillery, and, and uh, Christian Covington, you know, along their defensive front. So that's a plus. Uh, Drew Tranquil, or Tranquil is, is also on that list. So, you know, could they come back? Maybe. But at the same time, they're, they're getting a, a little bit of a depleted – Chargers defense, which is a good thing for that offense because the offense is probably still going to have Mason Rudolph leading the charge. Let's talk about that because uh, Ben Roethlisberger needs two negative tests before Sun or by Sunday. 
That's the bottom line there is that he has to, if he's going to be able to play, it's going to come down to that. We are not privy to the information as far as what tests he's had negative and this, that, and the third. Now, by the time you hear this podcast on Saturday, that might be out there. Someone might've broke that in Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter is one, one of one of those guys with those kind of ends. But um, the bottom line is that this Ben Roethlisberger, he hasn't been able to practice the team you know, for a week and a half, you know, going on two weeks now. Uh, Mason Rudolph has practiced with the ones as the ones, and he's been kind of preparing for the the, the uh, reality that he might have to play start for a second game in a row. But still, this is an offense that was never going to be predicated on the quarterback having to be a phenomenal player. This is going to be this has always been an offense that said, "Hey, feed Najee Harris." Get the ball to our receivers. Let them make the plays after the catch. That's what that's what you're designed to do. And don't turn the ball over. In all of the Steelers' five wins this season, Ben Roethlisberger did not throw a single interception. Um, that's a that's a huge factor here. Mason, if Mason Rudolph plays, it's got to be the same deal. Don't don't give away the game. Do, just just play within the scheme. Let the plays come to you. Take what's there. And when when the when the plays open, do take the shot. But don't throw the risky, you know, try to fit it in between double coverage type of throws unless it's absolutely necessary in this one. Yeah, the big thing for Mason Rudolph is just being Mason Rudolph. Just complete the passes, the high percentage passes. Yes. Feed yeah. Najee. Get your tight ends involved in the game early, and and just play the game. Don't do to, don't try to do too much. Let's be real. He gets a lot of reps with the ones, no matter what. He does and every week, even even with Roethlisberger healthy. That's just the way that it is. When when Ben's a, a veteran, he's earned his time. You know, he, he's going to step in once he gets back and and not really have missed a beat. But you know, it looks like Chase Claypool, I think, is going to return on Sunday, yes, which he's, is he's back. Huge, huge for them. Uh, that's going to be their number one receiver. But the key for me is you got to get those tight ends involved early and often and that's something that they really didn't do against they detroit they did not pat fryermuth got didn't get targeted i think until like late in the second quarter he had five catches on the day and especially when you get down to the red zone and i asked Najee harris about this i'm like hey what have you guys talked about how do you're improving the red zone he looked at me and he said run the ball and i was like oh well there's a message for you uh but you know but when you got to the red zone last we get the possession where you had three three passes oh. none of them none of them went to to pat fryermuth None of them went to Najee Harris, and you didn't run the ball one time in that sequence. You 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 convert on that for a touchdown in that game, in that in that sequence there, you probably win the game. And that's what the Steelers have to remind themselves is getting back to the things that they're good at. That's one thing I wrote about uh, for 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 Clark, Carter's classroom this week when talking about the short passing game. Matt, Matt Matt Canada, he's trying to do things that are unconventional. That's trying to catch people off guard. I get that. That's difficult. That's a that's a that's a serious challenge, especially in an offense that you know you you don't have the best quarterback situation right now you don't have the best offensive line situation right now but you've got these playmakers don't go away from those playmakers so much that you end up trying to be too cute and then you have plays like that where you missed opportunities instead lean on those guys let them and there's times after you've leaned on them for so long you know that's that's the trick of the game is trying to figure out when's the time to play off of that for the play action with a jet sweep reverse or you know the flea flicker or something something crazy that's going to catch a team off guard but you gotta lean on those guys i'm right with you jerry yeah and let's be real i think a lot of his game is east to west and he was like that even at Pitt. yes he was when he was the oc there which you saw extensively so i mean and you're right don't get too cute man cute is for puppies and babies (laughs) but not for football like just play the game work north and south get the ball to nausea i i like i replay a lot of i've seen a lot of really weird football like i saw you know highlights from penn state playing illinois you mentioned pat fryermuth uh penn state penn state alum and 
Penn State couldn't score from two yards out against Illinois in, over, in nine overtimes. Yeah, trust me. And then you it. see – Depressing. I, yeah, if you didn't want to spoon your eyes out, you know, that was just awful. And then you watch the, the Steelers are in the red zone inside the five-yard line, and they don't get the ball to Najee Harris. And I don't – I obviously, I don't get paid to make those decisions – but like he's your dog. He is yeah. your guy down there. Yeah. Even even just Mason Rudolph sneaking the football is gonna get you yards. Why are you passing three times? Don't get too cute. Play the game and just work north and south and really just play the play your style of football. Ground and pound, hard nosed, and keep I mean, Detroit was never going to win that game. Neither team I thought should have won that game, but but stay within yourself and don't try to do too much because when you do, when you get outside of that scheme, bad things happen. I think we got the quote of the, uh, of the show right here. Cute is for babies and puppies, not for football. There you go. Straight from the mouth of Jared Pruger. We're going to take a quick break on the, on the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. Be right back. We're going to give you our picks. We're going up against Jared this week. That'll be fun. We'll do that right after this break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back here on the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter here with Jared Pruker, who's filling in for Dale Lolly. We thank him for doing that. Remember, you can download this show on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else where podcasts are hosted. Now, let's keep it rolling. Let's, let's get right into our picks here. Now, Jared, uh, we're going to start off with some interesting AFC action here. The 5-5 five and five Colts at the 6-3 and three Bills. I'm going with the Bills. I, they, they've let me down a few times this year, but they looked like they were back last week. The Colts, I don't know who they are. They're too inconsistent. I'm going with Josh Allen. Yeah, I mean, both teams, I think, have been inconsistent at times. Uh, the Colts, you know, Jonathan Taylor's a stud. He is. Um, but I just don't think they have enough firepower with the Bills. I'm taking the Bills as well. Um, you know, Allen is great. Diggs is pretty good. And that defense is, is, is going to really step up, I think, and, and really thwart what, what the Colts have got to offer. Right with you. Washington football team at 3-6 and six at the 5-5 five and five Panthers. Cam Newton is back. 
and I'm betting on the Panthers. I think Cam Newton and them, there's some just revived energy in the building. There's going to be some stuff in Washington. Even though they beat the Buccaneers last week, huge upset for them. I think they're going to be riding a little too high on that, and the Panthers are going to knock them right off the horse. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I mean, you look yes. at the records, and, and the football team, I love saying that, the football team is 3-6, and six, yeah. and the Panthers are 5-5, five and five, and they they played really well with Cam Newton. And Cam, it, it's it's a homecoming for both teams because Ron Rivera makes his return to, yeah, to Carolina, yeah. and, and Cam Newton makes his return, too. It's his first time he's been back since he got cut. Um, so I think it's going to be a great game. I'm going to go with the football team because there, there doesn't seem to be a coach that really gets his guys fired up to play more for him than Ron Rivera does. And I think there's going to be just a lot of emotions for Cam Newton and the Panthers uh, to overcome as well. And I think that's going to give the football team the edge in this game. There you have it. Our first split right there. Ravens at six and three at the three and six bears. I mean, come on, listen, the Ravens have had some clinkers clunkers. I mean, they, they sucked against the dolphins last week. They're going to win this one. The bears aren't that good. Yeah, even with Lamar Jackson taking half the week off, I think the Ravens are going to win that one pretty easily. Yeah. Now, here's another one that's interesting. 0-8-1 Alliance at the 5-5 five and five Browns. I mean, I'm picking the Browns, obviously. The Browns, the Browns, they need this win desperately. Um, you know, they've, they've struggled. And now Jared Goff's not even going to play. I think it's Nick Boyle who's going to be the quarterback or Tim Boyle or someone like that. Some Boyle. If the Browns lose to some Boyle, it will be the biggest travesty. But there's no way that happens this week. Some Boydie will be not happy in Cleveland, but that would be such a Browns thing, right? Yeah, if they be. lose to a nobody lounge or to be a, to a nobody quarterback I mean, the steel, for the, the Lions. Steelers, and the Steelers tied them last week, and that was embarrassing for them. But I, I, I can see the total of the Browns. I mean, the Steelers, again, they beat the Browns. So now it's like, man, and now they get Nick Chubb back. That's big. But, again, that's why I'm betting on the Browns. They just – they can't lose this game. If they do, the, this, that's, that team, that city is just going to crumble so fast. They're going to crumble just like the Guardian sign did this afternoon or this oh, morning when it was oh. put up uh, on Friday. You know, Jeez. just put just just gets put up and it falls down. <laughs> <laughs> of course, good things ha don't happen in Cleveland, but I got the Browns too. I mean, you know, I like Dan Campbell. I like the fact that he's starting to call plays and taking accountability uh, offensively for them. But I mean, they just don't have it against the Browns. And Baker Mayfield needs to play a good game. Yeah, uh, four and five Niners at two and seven Jaguars. I mean, do we even need to spend time on this one? It's not even that, that important of a game. I'm just going with the Niners because, man, the Jaguars stink. Yeah, yeah, it's not worth talking about Urban Meyer. Um, this isn't yeah. a college football podcast. Exactly. Urban Meyer, get out of here with that. Eight and two Packers at four and five Vikings. Uh, listen, the Vikings have had some cool moments. They upset the Chargers last week. They ain't upsetting the Packers. That defense is for real, and Aaron Rodgers is back. I'm going with the Pack. I got to go with the Pack, too. But the Vikings are an intriguing team because I they think are. they're way better than their four and five record. Um, and they're at home. But – I got – you can't bet against Aaron Rodgers. Potential future Steelers quarterback. Oh, hey, don't you get started about that. That's another podcast, buddy. Uh, we got to save the content. Save the content for the offseason, man, when we don't got nothing else to talk about. Uh, here comes a, a game that nobody should care about. The three and seven Dolphins at the two and seven Jets. I'm going to flip a coin here. It's heads. I'm going Dolphins. There we go. I'm going to go with Jets just because – listen, Joe Flacco's back at it, man. Oh, great. But also – does it really matter? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's the well, – we didn't even need to pick. We just said, said does it really matter? That's our pickup for, for that game. Now, here is an interesting game. Five and four Saints struggling at the quarterback position with Jameis Winston out uh, due to injury. Four and six Eagles bounced back with a strong win last week. Jalen Hurts looks like he was figuring out. Devontae Smith looks like he's figuring out. He's going to line up with Marshawn Lattimore. I'm going with the Eagles at home. I think the Saints are struggling. They have a really good defense, but I think the Eagles will find some answers uh, both on, on offense and defense that get them just over the top in this game. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it, the Eagles are starting to figure out. It seems like the NFC East is starting to figure out a little bit where they're gearing up to play some competent football, which is really outside the Cowboys not happened in that division yet uh, this season. But I, I'm going with the Saints. Uh, I just think that they're going to be able to re- – they're going to be ready to play. They're going to be b- better adjusted um, to the situation at hand with quarterback. And you know what? Saints over Eagles all day. Okay, there we go. One and eight Texans at the eight and two Titans. I mean, come on. We're going with the Titans. There's just, there's just, there's just no way. Listen, I've Mike, seen some- Mike Vrabel versus the world, man. Yeah, that, yeah, that just that ain't happening here. So he could we- be the entire Titans defense, and I think they'd still win the game. Yeah, that, that, that's just going to be a rough one. Now, here is here are the interesting games. The four o'clock hour turns it up. Five and four Bengals at five and four Raiders. Listen, the Bengals are coming off a bye. They had a really tough loss going into the bye. They fell off their they fell off their horse when they thought that they were the stuff of the AFC. The Raiders were in the same kind of boat, but they've also been derailed by the John Gruden scandal, then the Henry Rugg scandal, then the Damon Arnett scandal. Listen, man, the Raiders are struggling too much with off the field issues. I'm gonna go with the Bengals off the bye. See, I'm going to go with the Raiders. I think, you know, Ooh. that's that's made them really, I think, a little bit closer of a team because you've they've dealt with so much stuff off the field. The On the field, that's their happy place, right? That's the one <laughs> I place guess so. where, where it really kind of comes together. And I think, um, I think Carr has been a really good leader uh, for them throughout all of this. I got the Raiders just because I like chaos. Absolutely. 7-2 Cowboys at 6-4 Chiefs. My game of the week right here. Cowboys have had some impressive showings, but man, Patrick Mahomes looked like he was back last week. He threw five touchdowns. I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah, and the Cowboys got off to a hot start. So yeah, they did. I, this is going to be, I think this is a game that, you know, it's going to really come down to Dak versus Patrick Mahomes. And I like the Cowboys in this one. Um, oh, another I, I split. Think that that's right. Listen, we can't always agree. What's what Dog, is that? We split most of the picks. I think you had you had Raiders. I had Bengals. You have Cowboys. I have Chiefs. You have Saints. I have Eagles. You have Jets. I have Dolphins. You have uh, what was the other one? You have you have the Washington Football Team. I have the Panthers. Like we're splitting on like half our picks right now. This never happens. No, listen, man. I like it. I, this might be a one-time thing where I'm the I'm on the Lolly Carter podcast. So you know what? Might as well make <laughs> make the most of it. There you but, go. But the Cowboys are going to be worth without Amari Cooper. So Gallup's going to have to get involved. CeeDee Lamb, I think, is, is really coming on strong. Yeah. And they're going to have to feed Zeke. And can they do that? I mean, the, the Chiefs defense is, is very susceptible. This is probably the worst defense that they've had in quite some time in Kansas City. So let's see what happens. And, you know, I, I'm taking the Cowboys. Okay, that's going to be interesting. Eight and two Cardinals at three and six Seahawks. Seahawks got shut out last week with Russell Wilson coming back with pins in his hands. Kyler Murray looks like he's back on back on track to return this week, but DeAndre Hopkins is out for the weekend. Still, I'm going Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going Cardinals. I think James Conner is going to have a big game, um, and I just I'm just not into the Seahawks right now. I mean, yeah. I don't think Russell Wilson is problems. super healthy, and Pete Carroll is too busy with throwing flip phones at referees. That's, that uh, was falling too out funny. of his pocket. Like, first of all, if there's ever a coach in the uh, NFL, I think Bill Belichick would probably be the first one that would have a flip phone, but Pete Carroll's a close second. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Cardinals are really good. I, I they they lost to Cam Newton and the Panthers last week, but I mean, I think that's just a minor setback. Yeah, and they had some injury issues too that they were dealing with. But uh, Monday Night Football, before we get to the Steelers game, three and six Giants at six three bucks. Listen. Bucks lost last week because Washington found a way to keep the ball out of Tom Brady's hands for 10 minutes. The Giants are the bane of Tom Brady's existence, but he's going to execute that bane on Monday Night Football. The good news for Tom Brady is that Eli Manning will be on the Manning cast. There you go. So I wonder I mean, how many I, jokes he makes. 
I don't listen. If you listen to that, I think oh, I it's, love it. It's it's great. It, it's such a great way to listen to a football game because it's so different. You're it, it's it's loose. It's relaxed. It's like you're just kind of at a restaurant um, talking talking about the game. And Eli Manning is deceptively funny. Like I did not think he had that much personality, um, but he and Peyton are, are are very funny. And some of the guests they've had, you know, Marshawn Lynch is great. Uh, even Tom Brady was insightful. And last week, Philip Rivers was really good, too. Um, but I got the Bucks. I just don't think the Giants have yeah, enough, same. even with Saquon Barkley uh, being healthy. Uh, they got they got no chance. Same here. All right. The big game everyone wants to know about Steelers Chargers. Steelers at five and three and one Chargers at five and four. God, I'm going to hate to say three numbers to describe a record for the rest of the season. Yuck. Um, but uh, I, let, let's look at it this way. The Steelers, like we said, they're hurt up. The Chargers are a little hurt up. Um, Jared, give me your, not only your pick to win, but your final score prediction. Well, I think to be honest with you, it's a team that has the most healthy players is going to win, uh, this game, especially, but you know, if you can come out alive, this is going to be, you know, one of those battles. I got the Steelers and I got it, to, uh, 20 to 14. Ooh, 2014 low scoring. I have it low scoring as well. I have 23, 17, but I have the chargers. I just think with all the injuries, it's going to be a lot though. Jared, you might be onto something. The Steelers and the Chargers have the away team has won, I think, dating back all the way to 2009. That was the last time that the home team won a matchup between these two. So it'll be very interesting. Steelers, Chargers, Sunday night football in L.A. Dale Lolly will be there for you, DK Pittsburgh Sports.com Nation. Thank you for listening to this podcast and the Wally Carter Steelers podcast. Uh, Jared, thank you for joining me here. It's been, it's always great to have you on the show. Uh, we'll look forward to having you again sometime whenever Dale is too busy to, to, to be on with us. Cause he is a busy man. He runs all the th- different things. He does a lot of work around here, uh, setting up all the, the, the live file and the, um, and doing like the, the, the setting up the staff picks and getting the, the kickoff together. It's a tough job being the solo guy on the Steelers beat, but uh, we thank him for doing that. Jared, thanks again for being on the show. I'm Chris Carter, your host here on the Lolly Carter Steelers podcast. And uh, be sure to check us out. We're on DKPittsburghSports.com's podcasting platform, along with all the other great shows here on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are hosted. Good luck to, to, to all the Steelers fans this weekend. We hope that you don't get too disappointed Sunday night. We'll be back in your ears with more on the DK Pittsburgh. Uh, dot com's podcasting platform.